You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric Sobe here, excited to be joined by one of our favorite fellows, returning champion to The Zag, Wade Dean is back. We'll catch up with him. He's on the East Coast in South Carolina, and change perspective on all the events that are happening out there, and he can give us some perspective on things that are happening out here in LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Yeah, wait, I feel like when we touch base, different priority each time. This time, I feel like it might be COVID and you being in South Carolina on the East Coast in general, there's a lot more concern going on. What are you feeling and hearing being out there? Uh, let's see. Uh, I am between South Carolina and Georgia, so I'm hearing a whole hell of a lot. In South Carolina, the numbers are going up. Uh, it seems like there's a new peak every day. Uh, the thing that frustrates me uh, on a personal level, uh, both of my parents are in their late 70s. Uh, the public health system in South Carolina, spe specifically where they live, is not quite the best. Uh, it's not comparable to what uh, I've experienced in Los Angeles. So that's very, uh, it, it's, it's a lot of anxiety when it comes to that. And also the way that uh, state, and I would go as far as to say local government as well, are treating the virus uh, in a very in a within that formal setting, and also in an informal setting, the way uh, various attitudes are being deployed against the virus. A lot of people on the right side of the political spectrum either think that it is still a hoax, it is not as bad as what people are saying, and at the very worst, and the very at the most insidious, they see their disregard of the virus as a way of triggering the libs. Which is very inhumane and cruel. Yeah, not 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 a good way to govern for sure. Definitely. Yes. Um, yeah, like on this idea of of a flashpoint being the masks. What kind of things are you seeing out there related to that? Uh, it's you know, like I said, it's it's surreal. I was about to say it's weird, but it's more so surreal because you know I remember when this thing started hitting. It was the trope was essential workers we're all in this together right this it was a call for solidarity a, a call for togetherness and then that pretty much went out the window within like a week to a week and a half uh if i were to be like you know honest uh whereas people kind of went into their polarized corners if you saw someone wearing a mask once again you were one of those progressives one of those people who are you know, believing in the uh, the effects of the virus. But also, I mean, if you want to put it with an gender lens, as uh, people would say that maybe you need to man up. Maybe you're not, uh, it's a sign of weakness. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it was so many things happening all at once. I mean, there's also a religious lens on it. Like there are certain people who did not believe a mask was going to work, but their faith and whomever they uh, worship and pray to is going to inoculate them from this particular uh, virus. And it doesn't work that way. Uh, everyone's decisions in fact impact everyone. My decision impacts someone who I will never even meet. I will go to a grocery store and if I don't wear that mask or if they are wearing a mask or, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's not, mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it's, it's not all, it's not about me. It was never about me, but it's really not about me now. That's well said. And then I know when we've talked last time too, so much of what was happening in the country related to Black Lives Matter and to uh, protest movement was was just starting to take off. And that really uh, was uh, something that we all watched really closely the last couple of weeks. What are your 
feelings uh, on it right now and, and what kind of things have been encouraging to you and what's been discouraging to you? Uh, may I be frank? And when I say may I be frank, do you mind if I uh, briefly use a, a small measure of profanity? As long as it's a small measure, because we're not certified for large measures, but small measures are. I will keep it within those parameters. <laughs> I would say that I am sick and tired of this shit. That and it's a generational sick and tired. It's a, a it's a sick and tired of that like refuses a, the borders of temporality. That I feel my father's exhaustion. I feel my uncle's exhaustion. My aunt's, my mother's exhaustion. Uh, my lady's exhaustion and her family. You see, what I'm saying it's like collective. I've been learning about a lot of this stuff because I was a kid. You know, there. Uh, I'm from Orangeburg, South Carolina, and the and the welcome sign to Orangeburg, South Carolina. There's a Confederate flag flying high that was erected by the Sons of the Confederacy. There's a monument here in Athens, Georgia, where I'm at now, to the Confederacy. Uh, you see out of that attitude, that worship of you know, the lost cause, and I say worship purposefully, how it animates in this moment a disregard of Black life, that I am glad to see this interracial coalition of people in the streets uh, pushing back, uh, pushing back hard and giving the system and institution of white supremacy hell, that gives me joy. But also, I, because I'm a scholar, or at least I'm trying my best to be a scholar every day and trying to learn how to ask better questions, I see historically how this thing is going right now. And it makes me nervous uh, because I don't put anything past those who are invested in uh, white supremacy, right, excuse me, white supremacy, what they will do to clap back. Uh, and a lot of times it's violence. A lot of times it's petty. For example, uh, in Atlanta, you had last week members of Atlanta PD say, you know what, we're not going to come to work because you want to hold us accountable. You want us to protect and serve or we just want to do law and order and put our knee on your neck. And to, 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 to make these people on Atlantic, uh, Atlanta PD feel better, uh, the city of Atlanta side said, we're gonna give you $500 because you're in your feelings. That money could have been helping somebody who was suffering from COVID, or that money could have been helped to, as we say, defund the police, which is like a catch-all to say, like we need to reappor reapportion resources away from this institution, rife with systemic racism to a whole new way of imagining what it is to protect and serve, not only having the institution do that for us, but how can we do that amongst ourselves in concert with this institution, right? And that falls in the rubric of abolition. But when you're having all these things happening at once and at once every day and at once the way it can be replayed over and over again on social media by a certain spectacle that is itself is a little bit disheartening and sometimes beats you down. I always return to Wade Fulton Dean right now is sick and tired of this shit. When we come back with Wade, we'll hear a little bit more about what's on his mind. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Wade, did you make it out to the beach this weekend? I know you were trying to get out there. Oh, <laughs> I guess uh, I did post some pictures. Yes, this was a, this was a last minute trip. Uh, my fiance, her family has 
a beach uh, has a beach house in Topsail Island in North Carolina. And we made that six and a half hour drive. And personally, it was restorative. It was necessary. I tend to be more focused, uh, more, uh, just feel more of myself when I'm by the ocean, be it the West Coast or the East Coast. And so that was good. Uh, got some writing done. I, you know, I played my sax. Uh, you know, uh, I guess I could say my nephews now because, you know, uh, we're going to be family soon, right? Uh, took them out for a run because I'm a runner. So I took them on soft sand runs. It was just, it was, it was a good time. And when did you come back to the West Coast? I am looking to come back to the West Coast at the end of July. And I'm saying that tentatively because the way things happen every day, you know, yeah. it, it was COVID and then the demonstrations. I don't know, a volcano might pop up in the middle of the country and jack everything up. But uh, tentatively, at the end of July, I will be back in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, it'll be good to see you guys and people that I, uh, you know, I want to wrap my arms around their neck uh, and embrace them in the loving way that I only know how to. <laughs> well said. Listen, thanks as always for coming on. Stay safe out there. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. Catch all the past episodes, all the places you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, they're all there. And until next time, we'll catch you soon. <laughs>